Corey Taylor on the L.A. Lloyd Rock Countdown Thanksgiving special. I couldn't think of a better time to have you here than this weekend, marking your 10th appearance, man. It's great to have you back. Oh, nice. Well, that's cool. And I have to say, uh, when you get the the schedule for the day and you see my name pop up, I hope it's one of those you go like, yeah, he's a cool guy. Because every time I have you, it's like, ah, I just can't wait to interview Corey. They found me hiding in my bunk because I knew that you... <laughs> no, I always look forward to seeing you, man. We always We have great conversations, you know? No, it's it's not the standard J eleven. You you remember why you got into this, man? Like you still have a passion for it. So I absolutely look forward to talking to you. And you know, Corey, I've asked you many times about time management and juggling between Stone Sour and Slipknot. But uh, from everything I've read, you said that your album Hydrograd was one hundred percent priority. You weren't going to just put this one out until it was so badass that people can't ignore Stone Sour anymore. I, I feel like this is the album that culminated that. You know, really? like, this is yeah, man. Like there's just such a great energy to this music and this album that we've always had live but it just felt like we never were able to capture it on album you know we come close House of Golden Bones those albums were as close as we had gotten but with this album man I think it's because we threw away caution we went into the studio we all recorded in the room together so you get that nice live passion that you get you know you're playing with each other, at each other, to each other. Like we were real, and we had such a great batch of songs that we were just unstoppable. You know, um, I just feel like it's our time, man. Like we just came out of the gate, people weren't prepared for it, and we, they're just there. Everybody's playing catch up, you know. And it's and I love the fact that they still can't figure us out. You know, <laughs> it's so good. It's just like you're always one stop step ahead, man. trying to figure us out and just listen. You know. There are three people in Britain kicking themselves for a review that they gave us really? that, oh, yeah. I mean, just they just, it, it, I mean, it could have been cut and paste. Like, wow. it was really bad. And just because they didn't understand it and all of the fans were just, like, That's they awesome. just came out of nowhere and they just, they made it. I think it was like, I think it debuted like number three wow. over there or That's number great. two, something like that. I mean, so, yeah. That's it's great been, for a rock record, too, especially. Yeah, no joke. Right? Like, it felt really good, man. It felt really, really good. Corey Taylor of Stone Sour co-hosting today. And I saw this interview you did in Australia where you commented Stone Sour, for the lack of a better term, is a lifestyle band. And that was a reference to building the fan base devoted to the live show, the albums, but also being a radio band. And for me, man, and my career, I just wanted to thank you and almost give you a big hug for saying that. Oh, you're very welcome, man. We've always had one foot on either side. You know, we've always had one foot in the uh, the mainstream and one, one foot in the underground, mm-hmm. you know? It kind of it's it's good that way, you know. Like, cause to me, it doesn't matter where you find it, you know. Like, I love the fact that kids discover us on websites or on YouTube or anything like that, or, or you know, whatever, like any of the streaming system. But I also love the fact that people are finding us on on the radio, right. you know, because that's that's how I discovered a lot of bands. You know, I discovered a lot of bands underground because they weren't playing a lot of bands on the radio, right. but. You know, I'd never turned my back on radio. So I think that's one of the reasons why I love, you know, having that kind of duality, you know, like the one foot on either side. And that's that's what that's what works for us. You rock foundation. We had to talk about that. The founder, Joseph Panola, we had him on the show recently. Now, when you did your video for the you rock foundation, you take us back to when you were 17, what you were going through at that time, which was a very low point, And on your album, Hydrograd, there's a song called Mercy, where the lyrics kind of reflect that time as well. I'm thinking it's, it's very real and autobiographical. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
in a lot of ways, like that's when I kind of like I came alive. Like there was a good four year period that was very instrumental in where I am now. Right. And uh, a lot of it had to do with letting go of drugs when I was 16, come around to 17, between 17 and 18 when I, I, I attempted suicide. Um, and then 19 really kind of hitting another huge dead end. Um, but then discovering my purpose, you right. know, discovering my musical purpose. Like that was huge for me, you know. And I think if I hadn't done that, it would have been a very different question so that's what that song is very much about because it's still as vivid to me today as it was then that 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 almost spiritual awareness you know and when you can find that and you have such passion for it that creates a great foundation that you can always set your feet on and you never get too far past that sometimes it gets close but as long as you have that you have something to come back to. Joseph Panola, the founder of the Urock Foundation, listening today. You do great work there, and we're all glad to help you out, my friend. It's Corey Taylor co-hosting the L.A. Lloyd Rock Countdown Thanksgiving special. We talked about your song, Mercy, and how you uh, were definitely a big part of the Urock Foundation. And Joseph Panola was a great co-host on the show, kind of educating more people on that. But from your video, it's great to get your, your messages sent out. But what was even more impressive was the comments from the fans below on how you and other artists helped them get through some tough times and then others would comment on what they had said so it was kind of like this group therapy between all the folks who were commenting honestly it it was really something i never even thought about was the comment section because i mean half the time when it's a comment about me (laughs) it can go either way i'm loved and hated in fiercely equal parts which is fine i mean that just means you're doing something right yeah you know um with the comment section, I didn't even realize that. You know, for me, it was about hitting that one person. Right. You know, because maybe that one person would, you know, spread it, or at least that's all you can hope for with a video like that is hoping that you help one person. You know, um, and struggling with depression like I do. You know, I mean, sometimes all it takes is one person saying something to me, and it snaps me and it helps wow. me. It helps me get back up. You know, nice. helps me get my shoulders off the floor. Right. You know, it's 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 difficult. So, yeah, I love the fact that not only did it dis- that sparked something like that in the comments, uh, like, like no matter where it was posted, but it was all positive and it was all um, very, uh, very much like bringing people together. Yeah. You know, like They're that made me very, very happy. Last time I caught up with you, Corey Taylor, uh, that was during the Slipknot tour with Marilyn Manson. So I know you guys are tight. And have you had a chance to talk with your friend since his accident on stage that uh, happened a few weeks ago in New York? No, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't reached out to him just because I know how what it's like when you're in the, the hospital and whatnot and you're recuperating. You've got family and friends like blowing you up and stuff. I figured I'd wait until you know, he had some time to kind of get back and whatever. So I'm going to reach out to him before he hits the road and really make sure that he's okay. Was he trying to copy you and, like, you know, climb up the things? I mean, he's like, don't they know that only one is allowed to climb Dude, to the Manson. top? it's Manson. He's a maniac, you know? <laughs> like, I've seen him, like, throw mic stands like javelins, really? like, and it's gnarly. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, 
He's. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why we watch him is because you just never know what's going to happen. You know. That's exactly it's, yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm just glad he's going to be okay because that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just glad he's going to recuperate. We're up to your latest song, Rose Red Violent Blue. This song is dumb, and so am I. Long title, but <laughs> you don't even have to talk about the song, man. Let's just talk about the video. You're you're working that pole in the gentleman's club pretty well, there, Corey. Yeah. Did you get half a stack of nickels? Uh, in your yeah, I did, I yeah, did, man. That dog. was good stuff. So it looked like y'all had a blast doing that video, man. Oh, dude, we it was. <laughs> it, oh, I I think somebody was shooting behind the scenes because there's so <laughs> many great moments. Like, you know, we all thought uh, Roy was going to be the star of right. it, and then. Here comes Johnny Chow in a blonde wig, <laughs> not trying to fool anybody, dude. He comes up with his six-shooter move, and I'm oh, like, what was, was awesome. that? Oh, we were clowning. It was so good. And then Josh with the wig and the martini at, like, just being the drunken mistress. Like, it was, ugh. I have no like I even forgot that I was even in the video for a second. I was like, "Oh yeah, I got some moves, you know." And like I was getting some wolf calls and wolf whistles. <laughs> so it felt good, man. And then at the end, all those girls, a lot of those girls didn't even know who we were, to be honest, which was cool. And that like they all came up to us and were like, "You know, we'd never really heard of your band, but we love that song. We're going to go buy the new album now." And I was like, "Well, that's cool." Yeah, like, who, so- how many people can say that, man, you know? <laughs> So where was that shot at? Cheetahs. That was Cheetahs. The world famous Cheetahs. That's awesome. In Hollywood. Love it. I love it. So good. Corey Taylor from Stone Sour is here. The latest album is Hydrograd. So uh, we'll give you the opportunity to uh, do artist pick, man. St. Marie. Absolutely. I think that's that's, that's one that's going to be coming very soon. Um, It's such a great melancholy song. I mean, that sweeter side of melancholy, you know, just trying to... You know, again, talking about, you know, kind of, you know, picking your shoulders up off the ground, you know, and and seeing the mistakes that you've made and hoping that, you know, someday when you find another person to love, you don't make the same mistakes. You know, trying to find yourself inside of all this madness just to, you know, kind of have that kind of same caring for another person. Now, when you finally get off the road, you're back home just being a dad with your kid. You got to show up at the school functions there. Do you kind of get that look or uh, most parents cool with you, man? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, and I try to pretty it up. It never works, you know. Like I like tie my hair back, right? You know, put on like the button down shirt. I always feel like I'm in disguise or something. It's like he's like, oh, he's in a costume. Um, no, man. You know, and. But, I mean, by the time my son was in eighth grade, you know, he'd been in that school for a while. And, uh, like, all like by then, like, all the teachers knew me. Okay. Um, like, because I would always come and I would go and see him, you know, sing with, you know, the concert choir. And, and he got chosen for, like, this all-state all Iowa choir thing. Nice. It was really, really cool. Like, they took the best of all the kids in the schools. Wow. And they put them together for one day and they would have to learn this song. Like, it was so, I was so proud, man. You know, like, it, it's... He's really, really good. So, I mean, it didn't matter. I, I'd take out. I'd take all the stairs that they gave me just to be able to see him That's do awesome, it. Man. Yeah, Corey Taylor from Stone Sours here, and it's a question I try to avoid, and that is, what does the name of your album mean? But I got to break away from my own rule this time because you've said it so eloquently, and I'm going to quote you here, man. It doesn't have to mean anything. 
It's just an album. You put it on and it rocks. You feel it. That, my friends, is Hydrograd. Exactly, man. People, so, they're so, and that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people have, tur- have turned off from rock and metal yeah. for the most part for a, for a while. You know, they're tired of, of analysis. They're tired of facts. They're tired of you know how do you feel about this? It's it, get gay, man. Come on. Sometimes you just want to party. Right. Van Halen wasn't trying to cure cancer. <laughs> they wanted to party, man, and they still do. That's like exactly that's right. And that's what it's all about. It's about that. It's about that. That good handful of attitude thrown in with a killer dose of fun, you know. And that's what we're trying to bring back. You know, that's what this whole tour is about with the Cherry Bombs and Steel Panther right. and the shows that we had uh, with Man with a Mission. It was about bringing that rediscovery of, oh, this is a this is supposed to be a good time, yeah. you know. Let's get back to that, you know, and that's and I, I think that's that's reflected in what we're trying to do. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, if you ain't feeling good today, something ain't right. That's for sure. Song number three was a number one song on the L.A. Lloyd Rock countdown. So was this an easy or a hard song to write? Because it's not always easy to have a love song and still kind of keep that rock attitude about it. Uh, that song, man, I had that song forever, to be oh, honest, yeah. because. And here, here I'll, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little uh, trivia. The reason it's called song number three is because it's made up of two different songs. Okay. So you take the one song and the second song, you come together for the third song. You see, so it's song number three. Um, the verses and the solo bit were from one song. The chorus and the bridge was from another song. I see. And I just, and honestly, I was sitting there, and I couldn't figure out how to finish both. Yeah. And I just went, wait, wait a minute. They go together. Like, it. <laughs> I mean, it was seriously like a Lego moment. Like, wow. you're looking for that last piece so you can build the Death Star with your son. And yeah. you're like, I can't. I, oh, here it is. And it was literally that. Literally that quick, you know? It's probably one of the best songs I've ever written, man. It's like, a great song. And it's still holding on. It's weird, man. It's always fun saying, here's song number three, which is number one. On yeah, the yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a little confused about it. Moving on to your book, America 51, Corey. How were the fans at the book signings, or maybe the not-so-much fans? <laughs> Did you get any protest or anything? No, I didn't. Wow. Honestly, I... I surprised. And here's the thing. The book, a lot of people immediately assumed that it was going to be a Trump dump, you know? And and I told people, I was like, look, you, you got it all wrong. I am not a Trump supporter at all. However, this is more about pulling, you know, pulling rank on either side, you know? I'm making fun of Republicans just as much as I'm making fun of Democrats because here's the thing. I think the vast majority of us are both and we, but we don't like to admit it. We're never made to feel like it's okay to be both. And I, I think that's such utter BS, you know? All of us have one foot, kind of like what I was talking about before, one foot in the mainstream, one foot in the underground. A lot of us have one foot in the liberal and one foot in the conservative. That's me. I, exactly. And that's the way I'd say 98% of the country is. So this book was for that 98% about going, you know what, I'm calling... I'm calling BS on both sides because they're the ones screaming over the top of us anyway. Let's stop focusing on the noise and start focusing on each other. And let's start foisting and promoting people who we identify with a little more instead of these carbon copied weekenders. It's the whole reason we got Trump in the first place. And 
Yeah, I mean the response has been great. You know, I've had a I've had a handful of people come at me with the same ridiculous, you know, Trump. Oh, won't you just stick to singing? It's like, well. If your president had stuck to real estate, we wouldn't be in this mess. <laughs> and I'm going to quote you on that one. You can hold me to it, my friend. As I was driving to the interview today to uh, hang out with Corey Taylor, who's co-hosting the Ellie Lloyd Rock Countdown, I was listening to your audiobook of America 51, and it kind of felt like you were riding in the car with me, man, for like an hour and a half, because, uh, you know, you do such a great job narrating these books. It took four days, like, <laughs> and it's the worst, it's the most boring process. I, that's why I hate writing books now because I know that they're going to make me read my own crap and I hate it. I'm like, oh God, it's four days I got to wipe my ass with. I've actually listened to the audiobook version of America 51 more than once. You do a great job narrating those, Corey. I want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving from me, my partner Hales, and of course the man Corey Taylor. Get their album Hydrograd. Corey, we'll see you in 2018, man. It's always a great time hanging out with you and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's good to see you, man.